Welcome to Second Cherry, an actual Eurovision podcast. Welcome to Turin. Yes, welcome to Second Cherry. I'm Matt. And I'm Monty. This is the podcast that usually brings you the songs that didn't make it to the Eurovision Song Contest. But for the next 12 days, we're bringing you daily news bulletins, interviews and rehearsal reviews from Torino. Yay! Ciao, Matt. Ciao, Bella. Come stai? Yeah, great, thanks. (laughs) Benvenuti a Torino. Well, we're not actually in Turin yet, we, but we have been in Turin via the medium of the online press centre <laughs> today. We've been able to follow the first uh, the first rehearsals that we've been able to follow, which are the second rehearsals of each artist. So we've seen 14 songs from the first semi-final. Something like that. But not the first 14 songs. We've seen the first 13 songs and the 15th song. Because for some reason, Iceland and Greece have changed places in the rehearsal schedule. But that's the bonkersness of Eurovision. <laughs> it is. It's just, it's crazy. But yeah, so we are, we are in Monty's kitchen, but we are flying out on Friday. This is obviously Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Yeah, it is Wednesday. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, the madness has already kicked in for us. And, it certainly uh, has. Yeah. Yeah. So should we just jump straight into the songs and the rehearsals of, you know, what we saw today? Oh, should we tell them what we're going to do first? Oh, maybe. Yeah, go on then. You do that. We're going to jump in to the rehearsals of the songs that we saw today. <laughs> <laughs> So Albania were up first. Although there was a technical hitch and we saw them last today. But what did you think of the Albanian rehearsal, Matt? Yeah, look, it was a bit of a mess for a number of reasons. My standards for Renella and Albania this year is very high, so I'm a little bit disappointed. The vocal seemed a little bit off. It was very unlike her, but as it has become apparent, there was mic issues and actually, a, a, a theme of today was sound issues. So I think that's that's something to be said. She's wearing she was wearing this pink Barbarella lingerie with trainers, sort of I don't know outfit, and it isn't quite landing for me. Um, but you know what do I know? I, I I'd want her to pro- sort of portray a bit more strength um, in her performance. But um, and what do you think? What do you think about the camera shots and and the, and the staging? That well, she gave us. Because we had to wait for it, all we got from this morning was one photo. And it wasn't the most flattering photo. Um, she looked like she was wearing a very daring gusset in the photo. And I was like, what are we going to get when we see it? It's pure sex on stage. Um, there's a lot of writhing and a lot of thrusting. The boy dancers are in skirts with kind of little harness type tops on and dark eye makeup. I think it looks amazing. I think the the costumes look brilliant. I actually thought it was okay. It was better than it looked in the very short clip that the EBU have released. I think they picked a terrible segment of it, and I think that the rehearsal overall was better. There was quite a funny moment, though, because she got something caught up, like her mic or something was caught up, and she was fiddling with her shoulder. And at the end of the song, the end of the rehearsal, she went, my bra fell off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, there were a few technical hitches. But I, I think this has really 
great impact as an opening song. Can't wait to see it properly on stage with an audience in responding to it. So next then to talk about is Latvia. And uh, what are your thoughts here? Well, it was as chaotic as you would expect. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of energy. Um, There's lots of different vegetables on the LEDs or the LEDs that you can see that aren't obscured by the... um, the, the sun that isn't really shining. Dead rainbow, dead yeah. sun. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of a shame. Yeah, there's been a lot said about the stage um, and the fact that the kinetic sun is not very kinetic at all. It doesn't move quickly enough, so they can't switch it around from the light side to the LED side. So it does mean that some artists and acts who had an LED planned using the LED side of the sun on the stage are having to rethink and having to cover up bits of their performance. So I think there's some of the LED in this that we don't get to see, which is a bit of a shame. But do you know what I spotted on the LED? Right. I spotted cherries. Of course. Yes. <laughs> cherries on the floor of the LED. Um, yeah, I mean, I like this. It's funky. I think this is a nice, lively song to kind of keep the energy going at the start of the first semi-final. Because, boy, does it drop after this, I think. (laughs) Yeah, agreed. There was a lot of jumping around. The diction of some of the words, you can't quite understand them, which I think is a shame because there's some crazy lyrics, as we well know about this. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it just needs polishing. Nothing needs changing. Just needs a bit of a polish. And that, of course, is what rehearsals are for. So on to Lithuania, the third song today. What did you think? Well, look, you know... It's classic, I think, 60s slash 70s fashion icon vibes. I think that's what she's going for. There's lot, It's sort of mixed stuff going on. She's at 100%. She can do no more. Every hand gesture, every shoulder roll, every, you know, smile, flick of an eyelash. She's given absolutely everything. And the song still sort of trundles along for me. I adore that it's different this year from anything else i it's just at its limit it's it's going to struggle to qualify i think but when you say she can do no more she doesn't actually need to because i think she is performing this very very competently i still don't really like the song and that's the thing for me that's i'm just not really getting beyond that but i could actually for the first time today see a route to potential qualification for this. Um, I think it's a slim chance, but I could see today, I think, what she was trying to do. It still doesn't click for me, but Yuhar, our friend, um, said to me, it reminds him of the old Soviet-style songs that artists like Anna Pugachova would have sung in the 70s and 80s. And I didn't really get that, but for the first time today, I did. I can actually relate to that now. But yeah, it's just not the style of music that really I warm to. So it's a miss for me. Mm. Well, next then we're going to talk about Switzerland. Monty, Marius Bear, thoughts? Well, this is very close shot and it's very dark. And I think they've talked about wanting to let Marius and the song and his voice do all of the work um, rather than rely on elaborate staging. Having said that, there are some things which sort of enhance the performance and enhance the staging. There's some overlays, there's some sort of animation on the backdrop, um, and there's also some lights that illuminate his face. At one point, there's a broken heart motif, 
which is replicated on his jacket lapel. And actually, as the camera pulls out with the broken heart projected onto his face, you see the same image projected onto the floor where he's standing as well. And it's quite sweet, I think. Um, it sits with the sort of the sadness um, and the the being in touch with your uh, emotions um, that the song talks about. There's also other bits that accentuated by lighting. There's a little silhouette of a boy with a paper plane. There's little raindrops or tears that are, are falling down the screen as well. So I think they've done some classy additions to this, but I still think it's just in that part of the early show where there's a lull, and I don't think there's enough here to be remembered when you come to the voting. Yeah, agreed. I think I like the sketches. It's like the, the overlays you talk of, they're like sketches, like moving sketches. Mm-hmm. I look quite like that animation. It's used quite sparingly, actually. They haven't overdone it, and it's really effective. You know, it's cute. His voice is absolute golden. It's absolute gold. But I agree, I think it's getting lost. And I think there are moments in this song that are not being capitalised on stage with the stage in. So I feel like it's missing its opportunity. Next up, Slovenia. Thoughts, Monty? Well, if in doubt, stick a disco ball up. Uh, and that's what Slovenia have done. Their song is called Disco, and they have a giant disco ball on stage, um, behind which, on a plinth, is the drummer. So front on, it looks like the drummer's kind of on top of the, the, the disco ball. But not even a disco ball can save this, I don't think. I mean, it's it's just not very lively. It's not really the kind of disco that I want to be listening to. And I just don't feel there's enough to this at all. Yeah, look, it's like a a Strictly Come Dancey backup. You know the band they have at the back of Strictly? And that's not a derogatory comment whatsoever. It's just that's like that professional vibe that I'm getting. They're just there doing their job, done. But almost a mini-pop version because they're so young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the issue I have with that vibe is that it isn't competitive on the Eurovision stage. Mm. You know, we said this, 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 the styling is bang on, the attitude of the the band, the way they sort of give no, knowing little looks to each other, it's gorgeous. It's, it's, it's exactly what they should be doing in the performance. It's all working as it should, much like Lithuania. It's all working as it absolutely should, but I'll still be surprised if this qualifies. But honestly, who cares? Because, they, you know, they look like they're having the time of their lives. They're using the experience. They're having their deserved moment on stage. And I just hope they capitalise on that on that experience. Yeah, they are having fun. And I think good luck to them. I mean, there's young musicians. This is, you know, the biggest gig in the world has landed on their laps, you know. And I think, great, go have a good time. But I don't think you're going to be there on the Saturday night. Ukraine next. The big favourites. Matt, what did you think? Well, yeah, this is a wild card. It's a wild card. We don't know what kind of vote's going to come in for Ukraine, but they are the favourites. The start of this, it kind of gives me chills, the way that it sort of focuses in and you think, oh, it's building, something's going to happen. They're going to, And then the rap begins and it's all kind of gets swept away and I'm like, oh, I've lost that. The chills have gone. There's other moments where there's swaying, the, the, the dancers and the, they all, everyone on stage sways and there's LED silhouettes on the floor which echo that and they're swaying with it. That's brilliant. It's it's beautiful. The flute for me, I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's just enchanting. It's the best part of the song. I adore it. 
there's still an air of disjointedness, I think, that I think will keep this back a few places. This isn't winning, in my opinion. Um, it's just going to be a few places down in the standings. Not a winner. Definite top 10, though. Exactly the same for me, really. I think it's a little bit scrappy in places. Um, that bit where they're swaying and the silhouettes are on the floor. First of all, it's in silhouette. The second time, the silhouettes are filled in in a kind of traditional Ukrainian um, art design. And it looks really good. But I think there are bits where it's just a little bit chaotic. It might tighten up. They've got, you know, three more runs at least of it before they go out on Tuesday night. Um, and it could come together. But I think the disjointedness of the different styles is making it come across a little bit sort of disjointed and, yeah, just not really quite cohesive on stage enough for me. Yeah, agreed. And then on to a country which we think probably isn't going to qualify, probably not in the top 10, is Bulgaria. Now, I'll repeat what I said about this previously. It's some seriously, seriously competent musicians using every ounce of their experience to deliver a confident, classic rock performance. The song feels too classic, so too dated uh, for the wider audience vote for me. It's a recognisable sound and genre, but it's got limited pull for votes. And I, I can't really say much about the staging. It was all just very generic rock. Yeah, it's a very traditional band setup. The only thing that sets it apart slightly is you've got little plinths on the left and the right of the stage with the drummer on one and the um, keyboard player on the other. But the rest of it, it just doesn't really feel as though they've done anything to enhance the performance of it. There's nothing which draws you in. There's nothing which is any way different or standing out from, you know, a band standing on stage at a rock gig. And this is bloody Eurovision, for God's sake. You know, this is where you need to have something which has got a killer performance. And this just doesn't. I mean, I didn't really rate its chances anyway, but there's nothing in the rehearsal today or the staging that I've seen that's that's elevating those chances at all. So there we are then. That is us halfway through the rehearsals today. So the second half of our songs today is starting with the Netherlands. I thought this was stunning. I really like Steen and I really like this song. It's really grown on me. Um, that is a bit of a worry if the song isn't instant, but I think there's something really lovely about this. It's very dark, actually. The only bits you see of her are kind of a midriff, a little bit of her upper chest, which is exposed, and her head and her hands and everything else is dark clothing and dark staging but I think it just really accentuates it really picks it out and there's some it's really really well lit um it's almost like she's got a son of her own on stage never mind the son that's there there's lots of intimate close-up shots I get the sense that like in Amsterdam when I saw this at Amsterdam in concert in the hall there's a more visceral feel to the bass. I was really surprised by it when I was at the Amsterdam concert, how much I could feel the music. Um, it felt like a quite a gentle song in the studio version, 
but they really beefed it up in the arena and I'm really hoping that when we get to Turin you're going to be able to sense that again because it was really a haunting moment and I hope that comes across yeah for me this was a complete glow up we said this we'll get to Turin we'll see rehearsals there'll be songs that drop and songs that elevate this is a glow up that all black staging is a masterclass actually in how to do dark minimal staging nothing about this is boring it is so classy stunning actually the lighting work i think you're right the lighting is doing the work here it's really really clever she has a soft earnest attitude as well so her performance is really elevated gives her the stage presence it's needed as well when she's not moving around the stage that much and yeah this is rocketed up my personal rankings this is Excellent. Moldova next. And this is a song which promised to be a bit of a riot on stage. And when it comes to it, I don't know if somebody's had a word and said, tone the riot down a little bit and rein it in. Because this was not quite as chaotic or as energetic as I felt it was going to be. Yeah, I think something's missing. And I think that thing is... A spark, the charm of them as a group. It's just not there, but we get got it in the video when you listen to the audio loud, you get it through that the song, but this performance and the visual, it's not there for me. There's they've got all the necessary energy and confidence. It's still a little bit nuts, and I and that's what we love about them. But yeah, something's not translating on this bigger stage. I'm a little bit fearful for this now. Yeah, it's gone borderline for me, I think, in terms of qualification. What we do see in this song is the first use of a nice little um, stage prop, which is the bridges as you walk off the stage and walk around to the front bit of the satellite stage. They lift up and act as extra projection screens. And right at the end of this, this is the first use of this that we get in the contest. They lift up and they have a sort of a mirrored version of the, the what's on the backdrop LEDs. And it's really quite effective. I thought that was nice. Um, it's more rock, this version. I think it's had a bit of a rearrangement and it feels more rock and roll than the kind of the, the Balkan folk look. Yeah. And that's a bit of a shame for me. It's just lost a little bit of energy. I think, you know, maybe people are hearing it for the first time, especially after quite a, a sort of a run of quite slow songs. This might stand out and it might get through on that contrast alone. But yeah, I'm a little disappointed by it. Hmm. Next then we have Portugal. Now, Monty, I'm, I've edged over to biased with this now because this has actually become my favourite favourite song this year what are your thoughts though? I really like this, it's really nice and gentle, we should say that actually this was um, the second to last performance that we saw Um, the rehearsal went out of schedule a little bit because we found out the sad news that one of the group has tested positive for Covid so they rearranged the rehearsal schedule. Um, the rest of the group don't need to isolate because we're in a different place to where we were last year with COVID protocols. Because we've got a much higher vaccination rate, um, there are different protocols in place. So they don't have to self-isolate, but they do now have to wear masks 
apart from when they're on the stage. And they'll obviously be subjected to testing. So we're hoping and crossing our fingers that it doesn't mean that one of the rehearsal performances needs to be used for this and they will be able to perform on the night. If they have to use the rehearsal footage, it might be a bit strange because they're in the round. They're out on the front of the satellite stage and the camera picks up lots of bits of the audience. And obviously at the moment it's empty seats. (laughs) It would be a real shame if we had to use that empty seat version on the night. But I really like the gentle lilt of this. I would like to see it shot in slightly warmer hues. I thought there were some quite dark or cold colours and I'm a little surprised by that. I would have liked to see sort of more yellows and oranges and reds and maybe greens in there. And actually there's quite a lot of sort of purples and blues and mauves. And yeah, it's just maybe a little dark for me. Yeah, I think there was a it was a bit of a mix. It flitted from one to the other or at the same time even on stage, like some warm and dark colours. And I felt like that was a bit confusing. Look, I, look, I am biased, but look, the dreamy start of this... And you know what I'm talking about, those chords as they bring you into the song as it starts. You know, if if it was a colour, it'd be iridescent. And it's that sound, it's sound, it's the sound of iridescence. And that slow panning of the camera to land on Maru. And then she starts the first verse. And it's just a beautiful start. It's so stunning. But if I'm being honest, really honest, you just said what I thought about. We had, we discussed this actually live when we we're watching it. Is that there's a there's no strong colour concept it just seems like all oh, very nice going from dark to warm lighting, but it's not as impactful as I would have wanted personally. That more dreamlike quality that could bring that out. Um, maybe the way the singers are dressed or something of the lighting. I adore this so, so much. It's not at 100% for me. And I feel like we, it's borderline, but. I think it could be made. I don't know. I, I can't call it. It's borderline qualified for me. I would love to see this too because oh. I just think it's a beautiful, beautiful song. And I think it really stands out in the fact that it's in 6-8 time. Yeah. And it's got that amazing sort of, you know, clappable rhythm to it. I just they Those are things which enhance it. And I think, you know, if you get a bit of an audience participation with that clapping, this could be really, really beautiful. I'd love to see it in the final. Croatia next. And we saw Mia take to the stage in quite a different performance to the national final performance. She still has dancers, but she's got three rather than one this time. She's in a fuchsia gown playing the guitar and the dancers are moving around, picking out elements of the the story of the song. She had a bit of trouble in the first couple of rehearsals. First time her in-ear monitors weren't working so well. She said she did the sound didn't sound right. The second time she's performing now changing the end of the song into Croatian but she had English backing vocals on the track which were putting her off but by the time we got to the third run through it seemed pretty good to me yeah the 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 first run through and the third run through were absolutely like miles apart we were we looked at each other in the first run through and like oh no but there's so much going on in her ear that, or, or not, because she actually pulled it out in the first one. Yeah. She had no in ear because she was like, uh, I'm not having that. So, but I have to say this. Yes, there was lots of issues. This is, this was the one which really highlighted the sound issues of the day. However, she behaved impeccably. The way she dealt with it, she communicated, we could hear, mm-hmm. you know, what was being said back to the sound engineers. In and the actually, tweet. we don't normally, no. the way the feed worked this year is that normally you'd see the, see and hear just the performance. 
and then the bits between it would cut out and then cut back in when it goes into the next run through. Actually, we got to hear some of the communication that was happening between the artists and the technicians. And that's why we could hear, you know, there were some problems with this. But that's also when we could hear how professional she was. And it's a reminder, of course, as we should be remembering at this time, this is what rehearsals are for, to iron out the wrinkles and to get it smooth for the night. Just a reminder, Fuego, the first time she was on stage, the flames and the you know, the like the weird gas came out of her bum. <laughs> yeah. And they sorted that out. This yeah. is what, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is why you watch it back. This is why you make the changes. This is why you perfect it for the night. Something that didn't change very much from the national final in this rehearsal was Denmark. What are your thoughts here? Well, yeah, I mean, nothing's changed, and nor is my opinion, unfortunately. I just, I don't know. I mean, I find it difficult that there are two differently paced parts to this. And I think the first bit goes on almost kind of not long enough, but too long. But it doesn't leave enough room for the rest of the stuff. It just doesn't fit together very well for me. Again, you know, this is a band that looks like they're having the time of their life on stage and fair play to them, but it's not gelling for me at all. Uh, I mean, what this has that I think Bulgaria, say, doesn't have is a retro feel, not dated. It's pretty much, as I said, the the national final performance with lots of different colours sort of just thrown, spewn across the stage. It's a solid entry, and I'm thinking... Based on the other performances we've seen, now we've seen it all, it's safe to say this is going to really struggle. I agree. Speaking of struggling, Austria is next. And as we've seen in some of the preview parties, Pia Maria has struggled with some of her vocal performances. She's a very young artist. She's quite inexperienced as a performing artist. And this is by far the biggest stage she's ever performed in public at. Is that a problem? I do, and I think they could be helping her out a little bit, if I'm being honest, because I feel like the vocal mix isn't quite right. I'm not techni- I'm not a sound engineer, but I just feel like through the screen and what we heard, just the levels are wrong. I think she needs some reverb or something on her voice because it feels so close and it's really exposing, and she needs a bit of help here, um, I think. She's got a bit of help in a couple of off-stage backing singers, not on the track, but actually singing live. And I think the mix in the first run-through, they were a little bit elevated and you could hear and it sounded like they were doing the heavy lifting for her. She herself said, in between one of the takes, actually, I need that backing vocal to come down a bit. And when it did, it blended much better. Yeah. I think, you know, despite it being a massive sounding song... The staging with the round, it's got like a round lighting rig, which is obviously meant to be a halo, but it's sort of hemming them in. You've got Lumix, who's at his desk. He has to be at his mixing desk. He is the DJ. Um, and she's sort of dancing around, but quite not doing huge amount in terms of traveling around the stage, as I said. But it actually gives this staid performance. It's quite staid. And I don't think that is what the song needs. I'm enjoying her look, by the way. I have to say, I think it was a oh, she looks great. Brilliant, bunched up hair, sectioned off little sections, and I just it was brilliant. And she sort the way she was dressed, she sort of had this black short jacket on, um, and pedal pushers, and like these sort of oversized pigtails. And it was just very TLC, Lisa Left Eye Lopez from you know circa 1994. Um, she looked brilliant. 
She is blending in with the dark background a little bit. That doesn't help with her stage presence. It all seems a little bit stretched, overstretched. I think it is a little too dark. I, I think you're absolutely right about that circular halo around them. I think what they're trying to do with it is to frame it and to pull the focus in on them. But it just feels wrong. It kind of, it feels as though it's constraining them where what so needs is to kind of live a little bit and to come alive a little bit. And I'm not sure that the staging is allowing it to do that. I feel a little bit concerned for her that she's being so exposed with so little experience. And I'm not sure that's a good decision by the Austrian broadcaster. Moving on to Greece then, and there is an exposed vocal here, but it's incredible, Monty Thoughts. Oh my God, I really love this. This just came with so much power on stage from its really gentle start with this fragile vocal, which has been sort of enhanced through the vocoder. It's got a very unusual timbre to it. And then it just builds and builds and builds fantastically, but still contains that fragility all the way through. It's beautifully staged. Um, she is lots of blue and white, obviously, Greek colours. Um, reminds me, actually, of the air that the singer was in the white frock and had the blue hands, um, painted hands, which somebody um, uh, somebody said, oh, it looks like she's been wanking off a smell. <laughs> And I couldn't get over that for the rest of it. Amanda doesn't look like that. Let me just there. But she has got these chair, blue chairs on the set, which are kind of almost as if they're melting into the set. Um, it's, Dali-esque. Yeah, almost a little bit Dali-esque. It's really quite effective. Very, very, very simple. And she's got some, on her back, LEDs. There's like couples dancing or embracing, but they're right at the side, so they're either side of the sun. And I don't know if that is, uh, it, that's how they planned it, and it's been lucky coincidence after we found out that the sun's not working, or whether they've been quite nimble at amending it and using what they do have uh, at their disposal. But it, it it's very good. It's very, very good indeed. Yeah, I'm rating, this is another one that's had a glow up for me. This is gone up my rankings. Amanda is almost spectral in her appearance with this sparkly white, almost iridescent dress. It's kind of Edwardian era inspired. She looks absolutely gorgeous and a little bit haunting. And that really adds to this. This is flying through. I'm, I'm, I'm now very into this. I'm into this now. It's gorgeous. So there you have all of today's songs. We will get in tomorrow's run through the final three songs from semi-final one. And then we'll get the first seven songs of semi-final two. We also have the first rehearsals of the big five tomorrow, but we won't be able to see them until the second rehearsals on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) But we will bring you coverage of the 10 songs that we will get. But Matt, what would you put through from today? I think there are some borderlines, but I think there are some definite. So as I said there, Greece are definitely up there. I have Greece too. Yep. Um, Netherlands, similarly. Also the Netherlands. Flying through. I think Ukraine is doing enough. I agree with Ukraine as well. And then, I mean, anything from the rest. I mean, I'm going to say Portugal. Mm Mm-hmm. 
because I do feel like now you can see all the songs in the entirety, bar a few that we'll see tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm there. I have Portugal as well, so we've got four out of four that we're agreeing on at the moment. Um, I am going to throw in Albania. Yeah. I think it's just a powerful opening. Um, I'm going to put in Latvia as well. I am too. Oh, gosh. Oh six my God. Out of six so far. This never happens, guys. So the remaining two that I would pick from today, and I'm, I'm only putting eight through because I the three that we get tomorrow... I'm reserving two spaces for them. Yes, same. I think two of those three will go through. Um, so my next one is going to be Moldova. Yeah. Oh, by God, seven out of seven. And then Croatia. Yeah. Oh, oh my wow. God. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it isn't quite as close. Oh, oh, we agree. And we haven't discussed that, actually. No. Yeah. Not at all. Well, there you go. There you go. So, Monty, we are going to be heading to Turin on Friday. <laughs> Well, just like the, um, actually, the really incredible host, is it Samia? Samia, who's doing the backstage YouTube. Yeah. She was the um, press conference host last year in uh, Rotterdam, and they brought her back this year, and she's incredible. Yeah, loving her stuff. Yeah. It's part of the stuff that she's got, she gets some of the uh, volunteers to say word of the day. or And it's, so, Monty, we thought we might echo this and have our own word or phrase of the day Every day. Yes, we thought we'd teach you some Italian. <laughs> so, the phrase of today is... Invece di carne, mangio vedura e figa. Oh, Monty. Invece di carne, mangio vedura e figa. Beautiful. Almost put a, a tear to my eye. What it does me- it mean? <laughs> it, well, it, it's from the Latvian song. Instead of meat, I eat veggies and pussy. Hey. I may be lying about that, but for the purposes of the Italian, that's our phrase of the day. <laughs> that's yours. You can have it, guys. So, yes, we'll be back tomorrow. You can contact us and find out what's going on in our socials, which on Twitter, you can find us at Second Cherry. Instagram, at Second underscore Cherry. And Facebook, Second Cherry Podcast. You can also email us if you really want to, which is hello at secondcherry.vision. That's hello at secondcherry.vision. So, Monty, we're going to wrap this up. We are. We'll be back tomorrow with the 10 songs that we are able to see in the online press centre tomorrow. And then on Friday, we'll be leaving Mm. on a jet plane. Don't know when we'll be back. Well, we'll be back on Friday as well as Thursday and as well as every day, hopefully, for the next week and a bit. You'll be sick of the sound of us. Absolutely. But this is the most sober we are going to be. So buckle up. We'll see you later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.